0: Welcome to The Empathetic Man. My name is Sethi Hillier and I'm joined with Namesh Gupta and together we are going to help explore how you as a man can be more empathetic. Each week we are gonna dive into a topic that may relate to your relationship with your spouse, your kids, or just life in general. We are looking forward to your engagement and your feedback so let us know through your comments what other questions we can tackle and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hey, guys, Sethi and Namesh back at Empathetic Man. It has definitely been a whirlwind these last few weeks with everything COVID-related, and it's been really challenging for us personally to even kind of think about what other topics are relevant to talk about just because everyone is obviously prioritized and focused on um, this global pandemic. And, you know, again, our hearts go out to everyone who's affected know we hope you're staying safe, we hope you're staying healthy, especially for the folks who have to work because you're essential, whether it's in healthcare or groceries or other types of businesses, um, you know, stay safe. And, you know, we hope that this will soon be behind us. But the topic that I thought might be interesting is, you know, given the situation is going on and you're seeing a lot of, you know, journalists and kind of news reporters talking and sharing their feedback. And there was one that kind of caught me a couple nights ago from um, this one guy, Tucker Carlson, who's on Fox news. And, you know, I, I don't want to kind of get into kind of, you know, what people's positions on our various news channels, but the things that he said kind of just got me scratching my head, which was, you know, given everything that's going right now and everyone being told to shelter in place and, you know, most of the States are, are following this. And I think a few are still kind of um, planning to implement it, but you have like everyone at home and he said that um, in certain places they're already starting to see, and not just in America, like globally, they're already starting to see uh, domestic abuse uh, incidences on the rise. I think they said even as high as like 30% more than normal. And um, and then, you know, there's even questions that he was kind of posing at the end of his monologue around like, well, and how is this affecting maybe kids? And is there going to be, um, you know, like unfortunate child abuse that happens as a result of this. And I think what I'd like to talk to you about in a mess today is, you know, this stuff is scary. It's sad, but it's real. And, you know, are there some things that we can maybe discuss or try to help remind people like, look, this is a trying and taxing time, but you know, let's try to figure out how we can help people avoid those very negative downfalls. Um, or pitfalls during this time when you are just so overwhelmed with everyone being at home, especially if you have, you know, kids that you have to take care of Uh, that can quite, you know, be quite difficult. Um, Even for myself, I kind of see it. And so, I don't, know. I just wanted to kind of talk about this. I don't think there's really going to be a a final framework, but maybe there's some things that you and I can wrap upon wrap on to help people who are kind of going through this process right now. and, And ultimately, you know not have to go down something as as potentially harmful as as abuse
1: yeah and you know it's interesting i it, it kind of just got me thinking that you know in order to really understand someone fully you have to kind of be a part of of their day to day and it's interesting i was in the longest time for in a long distance relationship and one of the reasons it fell apart was because i didn't know where you know, my partner at the time, I didn't know what she was experiencing on a day-to-day basis. Here, what's interesting is you are at your house with your family members, your significant others, especially 24 hours of the day. So you know or have a general idea of, of exactly what they're going through. But I think what gets lost sometimes is really digging deep and figuring out like what are the major concerns of your significant other and really trying to make a concerted concerted effort to acknowledge those fears and continue to revisit those fears on a day-to-day basis so that your partner knows you've acknowledged it and your partner can use you as a sounding board to get over it and the reason i say this is because i feel like every action every negative action is typically dependent on your mood right like when you interact with someone you don't know what that person's been through, but what that person's been through is affecting how they are acting toward you at in a snapshot of time. Now, when it's someone outside of your family, you don't really have control, right? Like I can get on the phone call with you or I can interact with you and I may bring a certain tone that's not based on you and I, but you know, the stock market opening at a at a you know at a low or you know, me getting in an argument with my significant other, etc. So where I'm trying to go with all this is, I think one tip is to really try to sit down with your partner and ask them, hey, like, what are you most concerned about around, like, during this time? And be clear with each other on what it is. It may be, you know, your job and the stability of it. It may be you personally getting sick. It may be your family getting sick. It may be you thinking that your kids are losing out on you know this education that they may be they, they should be getting and i think once you get that clarity in terms of what your issues are and what your partner's issues are that's when you can really start moving forward and check each other and help each other in staying sane around those concerns so you don't end up taking it out on others
0: yeah makes sense That makes a ton of sense. And I mean, as you were saying some of these things, it started to kind of remind me of like situations that we're ourselves are going through and where I feel like we're trying to apply those principles or even I'm trying to apply those principles because I feel like generally, you know, whether you're a grown adult or you're a very young, you know, toddler, maybe not so much infant, I feel like generally people get worked up because they feel like they're not being heard or because they feel like they're saying something and someone's not listening. and you know i even lately it's been really difficult because um you know we're all working at home and i'll be on a meeting and my three-year-old daughter will literally just walk into the room while i'm on this meeting and she'll you know want to like ask me questions and she'll want to like crawl and like sit on the couch or the chair next to me and and i'm trying to you know engage with this potential prospect or customer and i'm having to mute my phone and Kind of listen to her in one ear and i can see that i'm not listening to her and she's getting frustrated and she's kind of asking me the same thing over and over again and you know got to a point where i had to you know finish my call and then kind of step away and say look you know i know you were trying to talk to me and i wasn't giving you the attention you deserve so i want to give it to you now and have that dialogue and then hopefully you also understand that daddy has to go back to work. And so I'm going to have to just be away for like half an hour or an hour. And it's just like constantly doing that. And then I got on the kind of grown up side, my wife, who, you know, I'm sure a lot of parents who are going through this right now are trying to be like teachers and they're being thrown into this new role, which is very challenging, requires a ton of patience. And it's overwhelming because, you know, it's it's not easy to just pick up where your teacher left off. And, um, you know, one of the things that she's been kind of asking me is like, Hey, I I got three kids in the house and I want to be able to help them at various times, but I can't do it when all three are, you know, on me. So can you give me like some time where we can divide and conquer. And I kind of told her, you know what, you're right. Like I'm going to carve out like an hour of my day during the day where I can just give you like, half an hour break with one half an hour break with the other maybe put the other one to sleep and again like it's these it's this conversation right it's this dialogue that you know she was able to have with me I was able to really kind of sit and listen and not provide solutions but just be like okay like I can see that this is becoming problematic and the what I think kind of the kind of Circumstances like lead to it becoming affecting me as well, right? Like I might think, oh, well, this is just your issue, but ultimately, what ends up happening is it ends up becoming my issue, and so it, it's like a benefit for all of us, right? Like we take the time, we listen, we hear each other out, and it may feel like you're only satisfying your partner, but in general, you're actually satisfying probably the the larger group because you're all stuck in this home together. So I'll stop right there, but I totally hear what you're saying and I feel like it's actually become very helpful for me to then start to identify certain instances that I can hopefully approve because of that that eliciting.
1: Yeah, and to tag on to this last piece in terms of you know, it's one thing to identify what your spouse's concerns are, but it's another thing to really identify the chain of of action if you will on your individual self, right? So back to what we spoke about if you know in in an early episode in terms of when you do feel that that warm that warmness that friction arising in your you know in your body it's up to you to diffuse that situation and not carry that on so like let's take us for example right we're running a business you know we're trying to like apply for like you know relief under the stimulus package and you know we're getting some curveballs here and there. It's up to us to kind of attack that, to do what we can to to remedy it, and then move on to our other tasks almost in a dispassionate way. And it's difficult to do that. And you know, in that same line, when you are stressed at work, or you are consumed in a particular concern that you have? How do you not take that out on, you know, a family member? And I think it's really important. Now, I don't get me wrong, like, you know, me, right? Like, I'm a big investor. And you know, I see the stock market going down. And sometimes like, my mood is just kind of all over the place with my family, etc. So I'm not by any means perfect in this. But I do think that everything is related in that regard where if you feel that friction has arisen and it's still in your body, it's just in your best interest, in my opinion, to just step back, do what you need to do, whether it's taking deep breaths, whether it's you know walking inside or just you know near your home, et cetera, to just really stop that that fire, if you will, before resuming your your you know your day-to-day duties
0: yeah and i think you know what you said is really interesting because you know and everyone has their own circumstances and it's not like you know one is better than the other but one of the things that i started realizing in the last couple weeks was you know before all of this you know i might have like certain type of work stress like okay well i'm trying to get this deal done and it's like taking longer or the buyers not responding or, or something's happening with like the internal team or whatever and you know, for the most part, I might be able to kind of like, manage that on my own and not really have to kind of share that outwardly. But you know, lately, it's, it's, it's starting to like, you know, it's, it's, it's not taking a toll, but it, it's just, it's growing, right? Because now, like you said, you and I are having to spend a lot of time as small business owners, understanding, hey, like what, what resources can help us? And, and what happens if like, we can't weather this storm? And you know, we have a team of folks, you know, around the globe who kind of show up every day to work uh, on what we're doing and to kind of help, you know, prove out this vision. And, you know, to, you know, to, to feel like we can't let them we have to let them down and we can't support them anymore. Like, I mean, that's a huge, that's another part of work stress that I, I guess I wasn't really as feel I wasn't it wasn't as, as, um, tangible as it has, as it has become now. And and so what I've started to realize that I've had to do is really kind of be more transparent and over communicate that with, you know, my wife, so that she knows, like, hey, like, I'm feeling a different type of stress than I felt before, because this is, this is affecting us in a different way. And, uh, and I know, even know internally, like, you know, we had a conversation with the team a couple of weeks ago. And that was probably one of the most important things that I was trying to emphasize was, Hey guys, right now in this time of perceived darkness, like we need to, you know, shine some light on the situation. And the best way for us to do that is to just keep talking, you know, over communicate, be transparent, let everyone know how you're feeling, what you're dealing with. You know, yeah, you can't help right now because you have a ton of stuff going on at home or, you know, you're stressed because, you know, you're worried about making that, you know, next payment. And I think it's through those conversations that we all start to, you know, kind of go back to that empathy that, you know, we've always kind of like lived and breathed, but to just remind ourselves like, okay, I get it. And, and even through me, like when I start to just like share more openly, I feel like it starts to help, you know, calm me down to a certain extent. So then it's like, okay, now if I do need to handle some other task in the home or whatnot, I'm, I'm not as reactive. And and I think that's the main thing is, is, is how do I, not let, you know, whether it's stock market related or business related or work or personal related or whatever related, like, how do I not let it react, make me more reactive? And how do I let it, you know, be something that it's happening? It's not great. You know, I'm going to have to work through it. It's going to create some stress, but it's not going to be something that's so devastating that I'm going to lash out on someone else. And I think that's really what we're trying to help people do is prevent that boiling point. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And I think the the next, the the second kind of part of of what I'm thinking about, or what what I've been really practicing, you know, with with my significant other, is just to be very, you know, to be very solutions driven. Right. Like, I think it's it's definitely okay to discuss your problems, and you need to let it out. And there it needs to be i feel like there needs to be openness in relationships for you to be able to voice those problems regardless of how small or 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 large you may think that they they are or how small or large you think your partner may think they are that said i think when you start shifting to more of a solutions driven mindset where you know you come to the plate with solutions in addition to problems it really helps out the situation, right? So like, you know, one thing I'm sure all parents are going through is, hey, my kids may not be, their their growth may be stalling. And look, I have a a two-and-a-half-year-old and a a six-month-old, so I'm not necessarily in that position um, so much. But, you know, my two-and-a-half-year-old does go to preschool, has somewhat of a curriculum, and he's not being exposed to that so one concern that we both have is you know is he stalling and it's a problem that we've discussed many times but what we've also done is now try to address solutions in the the sense where okay cool this is a problem so what can we do and you know we've laid out a few ideas on what we can do so I think getting in the habit of being solutions driven and not just all not just discussing problems without having some type of plan is although common sense really helpful has been really helpful in my relationship. And, um, I think I, you know, that, that's just another tip that, that I'd provide.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree, you know, a lot because, you know, like you said, like if people are just talking about problems, it gets depressing, right? It feels like just it's this whole, like, you know, victimization starts to happening or pity or, or whatnot. And I, I do find it's like, it's like, you got to find that balance, right? Because if you start to just give out solutions right away, then the person may feel like, hey, you're not even hearing me out. So I think you have to be that sounding board, you got to let the person vent. But I do think it's it is important at one point. And maybe if you feel like the person that you're talking to doesn't like to bring up solutions, I think that's when you can start to, you know, try to figure out creative ways or creative questions you can ask them to help them kind of uncover those solutions because i think if someone says like oh i'm so frustrated because a b c and d and then you say well you should just do this then i feel like that may like be really ineffective versus if they say i feel super stressed because of all this stuff and you're like oh okay like man like i totally hear you like it has been crazy stressful like this whole covid thing is like so you know overwhelming um you know like like based on kind of like how you're feeling like is there an idea or something we can kind of think about that can help each other. And I feel like just these maybe softer ways of saying it, then all of a sudden they start to think about like, you know, for instance, with my wife, it's like, oh, I am like so frustrated like with the schooling right now because I like, they're telling me, you know, do a hundred things. And it's like, what, like, how do I start? Where do I begin? And, and so now, um, and I kind of was like, yeah, like that is super frustrating. Like that's probably one of the biggest things I'm struggling with the education system right now is like, as soon as we've gone virtual, it's as if like, there's no playbook. It's just like, here's a thousand resources and, you know, good luck. And it's like, well, where, where is that missing? And I think where, you know, we, uh, Nat and I were able to kind of come to some idea was, okay, well maybe we can kind of create that playbook. And we know like generally the areas that like, you know, a first grader, what needs to focus on is, you know, math and reading and writing and, play and it's like okay let's break our day up into like these four or five components and let's try to see like okay we know our son maybe has like a 15 20 30 minute attention span so what can we do in those portions of the day and now all of a sudden we're kind of coming together with this playbook and then we can run it by the teacher and you know get their guidance but it's like as if we're creating this sense of ownership around this problem and and it's it's it doesn't make it easier but I feel like it helps make us more motivated to work through it. And and I think that's been, you know, exciting. And, And even like on another topic that I'm sure a lot of people are facing is you're stuck at home and you feel like you're not exercising, right? It's like, what do I do now? I can't go for a walk. Or if I do go for a walk, I feel like really afraid or I can't go to my gyms and I maybe don't have like a Peloton. Like, what do I do? And so, you know, like, I feel that's been an awesome opportunity for me and like my wife to just plan together it's okay well we know we can't spend a ton of time every day because we have a lot going on but can we find like a 30 minute or even like a 15 minute like you know youtube video on something we can do and do it maybe once or twice um you know during the week or maybe we have a longer bit time on the weekend and this kind of becomes like our routine now and it's like we know like saturday morning when the kids are watching you know cartoons we take take a break for an hour and we go to another room and we bang out like a, a workout and it's it's these small wins i guess that are, are kind of making us feel like we can still move forward during this pressing time
1: yeah i hear you i think those are really good tips yeah so i think that's it on my mind
0: yeah again i think it's been a you know challenging time, but hopefully what we can just remind folks is there is definitely a good way to, or there's a way that we feel is going to help you, again, get more peace on your end. So you can kind of have a a, a dialogue with your partner or the people in your home, whether they're young or they're older. And again, I think also what you said about being able to just give people the time to listen, but also come, you know, to the conversation with you know, some idea of how things may improve some solutions and maybe those solutions come together as you brainstorm together. I feel like that's going to help even the water. It's not going to make it easy. You know, I don't think people need to like have this expectation that you can do things and you're going to feel all Zen all day long. But I do feel like it should hopefully keep the water at like a simmer versus a boil. So that again, you know, unexpected or unfortunate things don't have to occur in the household.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Great guys. Well, thanks again for your time. Stay safe and we'll talk to you next week. And that is a wrap. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end of today's episode. We hope you enjoyed the empathetic man. Our goal is to help you on your journey to become more empathetic and ultimately become the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed today's episode, Feel free to share it with your family, your friends, your network, anyone who you think is looking to become more empathetic. They can be a man, woman. It doesn't matter. The goal here is to help the world be more empathetic one step at a time. Now, we would also love your feedback. If you can, give us your feedback on the Apple iTunes. You can give us your comments as well as you can rate this podcast. That way we can get more viewers and more people thinking about how they can become more empathetic. Thank you again so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.